0: Gun. Hello and
1: welcome to Slam Fire Radio. This is episode 315 for August 1st, 2019. I am one of your hosts, Adriel.
2: I'm another one I'm of your either. hosts, Kelly. Yes. No. <laughs> I didn't mention notes either.
0: <laughs> well, if you, if you had gone right away, I wouldn't have cut you off. I was like, lightly waiting. Okay, she's not going. It must be me. The second I open my trap, you jump in. Yeah, it's you. And I'm Trevor.
2: Hello, Trevor. I'm Kelly. Hello,
1: now, Trevor, you're, uh, you're on some sort of phone apparatus over there, so I guess this is mobile data. So do you want to jump right in, do what you did in guns this week, and then we'll jump back to the start and do the rest of the show?
0: Yeah, let's do that. I'm uh, I'm away from home. I'm in Quebec City attending the 2019 Ipsic Can- Canadian uh, National Championships, and I'm actually hanging out right now uh, in Captain Andy's Airbnb, so we'll make this uh, short and sweet, or my version is short and sweet anyway. So, backing up to last week, last Thursday was... We were on the air after day one of the pre-match and Galen joined us and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, had I blown up my gun yet by that episode? <laughs>
1: yes, you had. You you had uh, destroyed your... Not destroyed. You had uh, had a case, uh, case head problems and then some
0: side blowouts with your uh, FX9. Right. So... Um, we carried on, finished the pre-match the next day using... Um, no, the next day would have been Friday. So the pre-match was all over. Yeah, so Friday we reset the range and then we did a reception night. And we went live with the main match on Saturday. And I decided at some point that I was going to... Sh- well, I decided at the last minute to shoot PCC. And then I decided at the last minute to shoot Classic because PCC is a discipline, not a division. The PCC match is actually an entirely different match from the pistol match. So you can shoot both. Mm -hmm. There was, there was some grumblings about that and I can appreciate that, but you don't shoot the stages the same way. Um, But regardless, I think going forward, uh, we'll, we'll copy Ontario's little rule that they come up with. And I'm not sure if this is official or not, but anyway, uh, if you're going to shoot both PCC and pistol and the match director can accommodate you, you shoot pistol first because it is, it is primarily a pistol match. And, um, you'll shoot PCC second and I think that's fair that way no one has a chance at uh, learning how to game the stages or any do-overs you know what I mean so um so the way we did it was um Jim Smith myself Muffin the two guys from um Wolverine Supplies who were major match sponsors we were all supposed to be in like our own sponsorship squad but Jim realized that us bumping in five guys at a time would slow down the match too much so we found a spot for Alex Burdett from X-Metal, the two Wolverine guys. We squatted them in into squads and they just shot the match regularly. No no speed pass per se. Um, but Jim and Muffin and I were on a speed pass. So we would show up with our own tablet, our own printer and cut in wherever we could and then go on our way. Muffin and Jim were there. You know, they had to wait for the walkthrough, right? Well, I didn't need to wait for the walkthrough because I had already done it in PCC and I wrote the walkthrough. So um I was done really quickly. So what Jim and I did was I shot morning on Saturday and then was the range master for the afternoon. He shot in the morning on, um, no, yeah. Yeah. He shot in the afternoon, Saturday, and then in the morning on Sunday. So whenever he was shooting, I was range master. Whenever I was range master, he was shooting. So that worked really, really, really well. The match went off without a hook. There was, uh, a bottleneck that happened at the host stage not as bad as previous years it's really hard to avoid a bottleneck there it wasn't horrific um we had one squad that was taking longer than the other squads and that kind of contributed to some of the um lag if you will in the flow but overall it was amazing um the banquet was excellent we had a really good prize table we gave away like seven guns so i brought gallon to the podium with me because the way I was going to give up the guns was I selected a gun and then I took the tablet and I hit random on the tablet. And whoever's name came up first got that gun. And then I went to the next gun. I hit random again. Whoever's name came up first. You got how this you see how this goes. So FX9, first gun. I hit the tablet. Dude's name comes up. Call it three times. He's not here. You got to be in it to win it. So I don't care if you're out having a cigarette or if you're, you know, we're moving on. But anyway, I just think he was not at the banquet um so vlad clue sorry man you could have won an fx9 but you weren't there uh we hit the tablet again and my name came up and this is why i had yeah this is why i had (laughs) gallon right this is why i had gallon with me i had gallon reading the names off the tablet so he he clowned around and made the most of it as long as he could and i was like read the name or i'm gonna stab you so it was my name and um i immediately just went um I'm, I'm not taking it. I'm giving it to other Trevor. So other Trevor was saying from Oh, that's nice yeah. of you. Yeah. So I want a gun and I immediately give it to other Trevor because, you know, who deserves it more than him? He busts his ass all the time and it's had a challenging year and a half. So, you know, a little 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 something, something for him. He deserves it. It would have been nice to replace the one that was broken, though. I was going to well, say. Well, here's. Well, yeah. Well, it's 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 completely repairable, right? There's just two nine millimeter bullets stuck just outside the chamber. We're going to do that uh, hydraulic grease trick, mm-hmm. and and we'll be fine. Um, other Trevor has assured me I can borrow the upper for the next couple of matches, so that's good. <laughs> so you know, um, it goes around, comes around. I give him the gun, but I'm borrowing the upper, so. Um, yeah, so then uh, we had an amazing after party on Sunday at uh, Muffin's place. He set up picnic tables and a barbecue and a fire pit. And um, Wes won PCC and celebrated um, a lot. He really, he really put as much effort into his celebration as he did his uh, match. And there may even be a meme um, to commemorate the celebration that <laughs> I'll share it with you guys later. Wes didn't see it until like yesterday. Was anyway. that just because he couldn't see or because he didn't, he didn't yeah. get it? Yeah. it? took a day and a half. Yeah, he drank a lot of moonshine. It took a day and a half for his vision to return. <laughs> so he took a big gulp of moonshine. I went, hey, Siri, set a timer for 10 minutes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Took about 12 minutes before he finally popped. Yeah. But then uh, Paul Barrow from Newfoundland, the more moonshine he got, I think the soberer he got. Like his accent started to go away. You could understand what he was saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, got more anyways, yeah, exactly. It was an excellent party. Tracy from the CCFR attended the match, put in a booth. She was our keynote speaker and just knocked it out of the park. As always, she she got a much deserved standing ovation. It was just awesome. Um, her and Colin attended the after party as well. We set the tables up in a in a U shape, and we all sat around the tables and we stuck Gallon in the middle and we had story time with Gallon. And it was like having our own personal stand comedian. He gets better and better and better every time he does story time with Gallon. Um. Oh, this was, none of this could ever be aired or recorded or broadcast anywhere. <laughs> it was, it was really, really good though. So, so anyway, that was, um. that was Monday, Sunday. Um, no, that was, uh, sorry, that was Sunday night. Most of Monday was spent recovering. Tuesday, Muffin uh, came to my place, and we jumped in the truck, went to the post office. My Calgary Shooting Centre Pro Staff jerseys arrived just in time to go to the match. So, those are
2: nice.
0: Yeah, yeah. they're beautiful. Those There's are some, really nice. Yeah. Some, yeah. So you can check pictures of those, what I think um, on my personal Facebook, the show's Facebook, and the show's Instagram, uh, where I speak in the third person. Tim Thomas thought that was kind of hilarious. He goes, did you just literally post in the third person? Trevor's going to represent... <laughs> So yep. Yep. Only, only on our social media do we write in the third person. Anyway, um, so yeah, we 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 went to Quebec City. Um, this, so, we're at the Nationals, and things are a little bit different this year. Uh, hats off to Ipsic Quebec. This is the first time in Ipsic Canada's history where Ipsic Quebec has hosted the Canadian Nationals. The Quebec CFO is incredibly hard on Ipsic Quebec, so much so that the, he actually followed them to Ontario one time to watch the match they put on Ontario they put on in Ontario and then criticized them for it. Yeah, you're shaking your head, Adriel, but this is the thing. This is how militant the Ipsic or the uh, Quebec CFO is he complains what the Ipsic Quebec shooters do in other provinces. That hmm. is like, hmm. this the epitome of anti-gun.
2: So, so you're doing it at a base.
0: Correct. So, at, yeah. Yeah. Half Yeah. No impact there. What?
2: No impact on you there.
0: Um,
2: has no jurisdiction on the base.
0: That's right. There's no jurisdiction on the base. Have you ever shot without a backstop? It's incredibly uh, liberating. (laughs) (laughs) We're literally, the stages are set up on the edge of a cliff um, and you just shoot off into space. The the bays are divided by sea cans. So it's just like, it's almost like, uh, yeah, it's like shooting off the edge of a cliff, man. And the only, um, the bays are divided by sea cans. It's the coolest thing ever. Your rounds just go away. They're just away. It's like it's a it's a tank range right a, yeah. the backstop is a mountain four kilometers away yeah so that's cool what's not cool is the movement on the base is incredibly restricted so yeah. we need we need to drive to uh the base golf course park there and get a shuttle bus to and from the ranges and there it's it's better now but on the first day that we're supposed to run every hour poor jeremy Kane. He left at 10 o'clock in the morning to go see the stages, and he spent all day trying to get back. He didn't get back until 4.30 in the afternoon. We were in line to get on the bus. He's like, no, get out of the line. Get out of the line now. I'm like, why? He goes, one, the stages aren't that impressive. You don't need to go study them. It's fine. And two, it's 40 minutes on a hot, un-air-conditioned school bus on a dirt road through the woods. Like, get out of the line. So I'm like, well, Jeremy's a pretty excitable guy, not unlike myself. Maybe I'll, I don't know, I'll take this with a grain of salt. And then one of the Ipsic Ontario shooters that I know pretty well, who I know to be a very reasonable, easygoing, he's like, no, get a like, all right, I'm out. I'm out of this line. <laughs> so um, one of the cool things they came up with is they gave us this pass card that's on a lanyard and we're supposed to get scanned every time we get on the bus and every time we get off the bus to make sure that all the heads are accounted for. Yeah. That lasted one bus trip. Now not <laughs> them, but... Um, but on it is your schedule where you shoot, when you shoot and when you work. Cool That's thing. Cool. So, yeah. So we shot yesterday afternoon. So we get in here on Tuesday night, we go to the golf course to, to register and check in and stuff, get our little swag bag, which is always very nice. Thank you to the sponsors and, um, we go back to the hotel and we don't shoot until the afternoon of Wednesday. So we shoot Wednesday afternoon. We're off today. We shoot Friday morning. And then our work day is Saturday. Sunday is supposed to be the shoot off in the banquet. And we were going to check out of the hotel on Monday morning and drive home. And we're like, you know what? Nope. We're only five and a half hours from home. We're taking all our stuff to the, to the golf course with us on Saturday morning. And as soon as the bus show gets us back, we're just, we're going home. We're driving back to Camden. We're going to get home on Saturday night instead of Monday morning. Good idea. So, yeah. Um, the stages are okay. They're good. Some of them are kind of interesting. Um, it's not a hoser match. It's not a super accuracy accuracy match. Um, there's some crazy movers. They've basically made disappearing targets not disappear. They they appear, and then they disappear, and they say they're visible at rest. There's like an inch of alpha visible, so like no one's shooting at them. And then they've also made sure to put a penalty target directly in front of it. So if you do shoot at it, you're going to hit the penalty target, right? So it's a disappearing target that doesn't doesn't disappear. It's a level of evil that I've yet to aspire to, but I might have to copy a little bit of it to, you know, elevate the frustration level of the competitors in my next match. I'm kidding. I think, I don't think it's something that I would ever do. You know, make it disappear. Or don't, but don't leave and don't leave so little alpha that you'll, you know, penalize a guy when he tries to make it up, right? So either you're going to take the miss because you didn't hit it when it exposed itself, or you're going to try and make up the hit and get a penalty, or you're going to penalize yourself by taking so much time to make the shot that you've destroyed your score anyway. So I find it's a very punitive. Um, I mean, everyone's right. shooting the same match; though. everyone's got the same rules applied to. It. Yep, that's right. Um, but you know. It's it's definitely a lot harder on the C class, D class, and even some B class shooters. It's pretty discouraging for. Me. Well, so you know, tough. you made a. Well, it's true, but I mean, you made a disappearing target that that doesn't disappear. So you're getting misses and then penalties anyway. That's my only criticism, and as you said, it's the same for everybody. So it is what it is, right? Um, Muffin and and William and I are in the same squad, and. Uh, I burned a couple of stages to the ground, but that's about it. Everything else, uh, to, like first stage, I got popper screwed. I hit the popper in the calibration zone where it meets the stem, full full diameter hit, and it didn't go down, call for calibration. Then calibration officer bullseyes it. He hits it at the top edge and it just slowly falls. So I got popper screwed on that. It should have gone down where I hit it. That's, such a, that's such a movement. funny thing that
1: that's a thing in IPSC that you guys make the poppers so that they only fall if they're only hit by something nope. with a power factor
0: nope. of X. Stop. No, that's not true. They're supposed to fall no matter where they're struck. That's in the rules. However, with, when they're initially no, with, calibrated... With the 9mm 124 out of a X barrel pistol, right? They need to be calibrated with sub-power factor ammo between 120 and 120. Mm-hmm. So at SummerSlam, we set them up so that they're, they go down when hitting the calibration zone with 122, 123 power factor ammo. But when I adjust mm-hmm. them by hand, and I tap them to see how sensitive they are, I don't tap the calibration zone. I tap the stem. I set it up so that if it's hitting the stem, it goes down.
1: Yeah, that's that's what we do in 3Gunners. We just set it up. So if, if you hit the plate, it'll go
0: down. It will withstand wind. And that's about it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So anyway. Um, so I finished the day, I think, with uh, three mics. But there are two stages where... On the unload and show clear, I looked at the target closer to me and there were no hits in it. I tried to take them on the move and uh, had mics. So I was like, you know, we're three seconds into the commands when I realized that I had mics and I didn't want to take the mics, So I shot the target. So I didn't have mics. So that happened twice. Ooh. Um, yeah, the reshoot gods got me got me pretty good on one stage. I came, there's a, a, one of those disappearing targets that doesn't disappear. Mm-hmm. First, you have to act, you have to hit the popper on, on the left and then the stomp pad on the right. You have to do both or it doesn't appear. So there's a static target pretty about, I don't know, 10 yards from the stomp pad. So I'm trying to shoot that on the move on the way to the stomp pad. And then you point your gun where the target's going to appear and you hit the stomp pad and it appears and disappears really quickly. And then shoot the rest. Now, the rest were quite a ways out there between 12 and 15 meters. And I got all alphas on those. And then I look at the target that I tried to take on the move. This was on my on my reshoot run and there was no hits in it, so I had to make up hits.
1: Um anyway Can you you turn your phone horizontal? Is that a thing? Do you have the technology?
0: Oh Oh. yeah, much better. Yep. I, I could have did that a while ago, but I didn't know it was a thing. So there, how's that? Beautiful. All right. Um so yeah, uh, that's about all I've got for the nationals. We go back and we shoot tomorrow morning and then we work all day Saturday. I think we have eight stages, seven or eight stages to do on Friday. So we should be out of there fairly early. We've got to get up at the crack of stupid because we got to be at the golf course for 7.00 AM to get the bus for 7.30. So, um,
2: How far away is it?
0: It takes us about 25 minutes to get to the golf course. And then the bus ride is another yeah. 25 minutes for sure. Um, we are going to do SummerSlam next year. That was uh, decided um, while literally while I was standing at the podium. We had been I had been saying no SummerSlam, no SummerSlam because we've got a big range inspection coming up. Our five year certification period is over. We have got to rebuild a lot of the bays, mm-hmm. and you know what, the nationals coming up. I wanted to spend the time getting the range ready, getting the getting ready for the nationals. And, and Jason wasn't having it. He's like, "No man, we're doing SummerSlam." So um, yeah, literally while I was at the podium, I said, "Ah, f it." which i don't swear when i'm at the podium but as F it will do it so so it's going to be uh summer slam 14 will be 16 stages uh 12 squads of 15 shooters and the dates will be the july eight two weeks before nash because if i do it this close to nationals it's too much for jason and i to then finish on sunday and jump in the car on monday to drive to toronto for a registration day on today so it gives us some breathing room it also makes it easier on my preferred range master the president of the range officer institute to uh to be there so summer slam 14 is happening um okay a couple other things and then i'll uh, i'll hit the road um we, we went to some gun stores today and while i was checking out some reloading components a guy comes around the corner and says um excuse me are you trevor from from and he's like do i say this next part and i'm just looking at him waiting to see what he's gonna say so are you trevor from Slamfire? i'm like. <laughs> Yes, yes, I am. So here I am in Quebec City shopping, and some guy comes up to me and asks me, yeah. So his name is Jeremy, and he used to live in New Brunswick in Edmonston. And it's quite possible that maybe he knew McClatchy. So I don't know if you recognize my face or my voice. But anyway, uh, Will was like, what just happened? (laughs) Jason says, you're not used to hanging around with a superstar, are you? Quite (laughs) sarcastically. yeah.
1: So Very famous (laughs) in the gun community. Go to the gun shop. You might be recognized. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
1: exactly. Um, You're
2: an F-less celebrity.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You're an
2: F-less. That makes Adriel and I, what, Zed?
0: G G for guns. (laughs) G for gun, yeah. Rated G. Adriel's rated G. So... Um, he described the story as fuddy and then and then walked away. So shout out to you, Jeremy. Thanks for coming up and saying hi. I had one ipsic shooter. I was hanging out at the Freedom Ventures booth and one of the classic shooters from Ontario said, oh, I love the show. You guys are hilarious. So I reached my bag and I pull out that bag of swag that Adriel sent me. And I pulled out some stuff for him and uh, I was like, I brought this whole bag of stuff for the one guy who would come up to me and say, he listens. So, so I gave him a, a couple of patches and a sticker. Oh, and then Carl, Kyle Marconi and Morgan Swant are also listeners. Kyle Marconi has been listening yeah. to this since forever, like all the way back to getting reload radio. This is the guy who's his father bought him his first gun and it was an M1 Garand. So anyway, he's come a long way. He's he's out of school. He's got a job now, and he's building yeah. his gun very quickly. Yeah. So he came over. Him and Morgan came over and checked out the gun room with a guy named Joe I had never met before, an R.O. and an instructor from uh, Ontario. So it was cool. We had them over on s- Monday morning before they left for Quebec. Anyway, I get to a stage in Kyle's the R.O., so I walk up and I uh, put my hand out and shake his hand. There's a patch in it. I'm like, here, man, this is to make sure I have a good run.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Bribery. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. And he had to make a call on the target too. He got the overlays out and everything. And I got the, I got the alpha. So maybe my patch paid off. I don't know. Did
1: he pull up the but, jumbo uh, marker, the jumbo Sharpie to to help you out on that one?
0: <laughs> no, no. He didn't do that first. So, so anyway, um, you remember I was talking about the 28 uh, gauge Cooey that I bought mm-hmm. that that was a and I was a little disappointed to see that it was uh, a Cooey, but it had Winchester written on it. And then I found out that these are actually, in fact, more collectible because there's only a small number of them that have Cooey 84 and Winchester. So I'm in this gun shop today and there's a 410 on the wall and it's, uh, it's the same thing. It's a Cooey Winchester, model oh. 84 in 410 this time. Did you uh, buy it? It's kind of rough. Yeah, of course i bought it it was only 120 bucks <laughs> it was 100 120 bucks with 15 percent off so i got the gun and a, and a combo trigger lock for 135 out the door now buying a gun in quebec was a little unnerving it's a lot like the rest of canada only more paperwork and stuff so he gave me like the registration paperwork he's like but when you get back to new runs throw this out the truck window as soon as you cross the border because no one cares and um so yeah, Jason was waiting outside with Will, and I come out the I come out the store, walking down in the middle of Quebec City with a gun in my hand. He's like, "Yeah, it wasn't obvious at all either the way they wrapped it. You couldn't you couldn't tell it was a shotgun at all." So anyway, um, so yeah, so that's
1: you've, you've got you've got a little cooey collection.
0: Yeah, and now not only do I want all the eighty fours, I want all the Winchester marked eighty fours too, right? So I mean, they're a hundred bucks each. Yeah. <laughs> right exactly oh yeah. a couple other things one um i paid off my modern sporter, so i should have that by the end of august the beginning of september and two Mackenzie defense has done it again they made an announcement on instagram i don't know how when they made the announcement but i saw it today for the it was first today. time yes yeah. today they are coming well you're probably gonna cover this new gun stuff but yeah. i'm just super excited about it so i'll let you cover it new gun stuff but let me All say right. again i'm super excited
2: were you was and, that uh, what the it- was that one of the secrets that you knew prior to, like you did the tour
0: back then? To Maybe.
2: Yeah, you were very good there's, at keeping the secret.
0: There's three th- three secrets actually.
2: Okay, we got two you more. Only, you
0: only told me two. What? No, well, this this was the third one you never got told. So anyway, uh, I've I've reached out to Wyatt again and invited him to come on to uh to discuss okay. it right like he he knows that we want to interview him but i mean the man works That's more neat. than anything yeah, else it's cool yeah, looks so. very spacey i'll pull yeah. up the video later please yeah it's very 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 cool so anyway something awesome to look forward to on the canadian market yet again so um all right guys thanks for letting me join you for a short little update and uh i'm looking forward to being home next week and getting back to uh, our regularly scheduled program
2: all right good luck
0: you kids right. have fun be good awesome. bye later bye
2: I was going to hang up on him.
0: <laughs> I think you have to. <laughs> I
2: think it's required. Awesome. Uh, okay, let
1: me okay, pull up. I'm, go- I'm jumping back to where we should be. All
2: uh, right, let's do that.
1: What We Didn't Guns is brought to us, by- brought to you and us by the Calgary Shooting Center, Canada's premier firearms retailer. Uh, today they have 10% off some Swiss firearms because today is Swiss National Day.
2: Yeah, but what happens if people are listening to this tomorrow?
1: Oh well, like listen to it. Listen to it tonight, I guess. There you lose. Yeah, they've got some K thirty ones on for three ninety nine. There you go. That is quite a bit less than they usually are. Mismatched, still three ninety nine. K 11s yep. rack grade four twenty nine. G eleven rack grade three fifty nine. What does G eleven is? Eh. G 96 11s for three fifty nine, and G ninety six mismatched for two eighty. So, uh, yeah, those okay. are uh, gotta get after. Okay. So what do you do? In guns? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I should talk about that <laughs> stuff. Uh I showed that Ruger PCC last week. Uh, yeah. I went and shot that and How'd it was fun. I like it. I like it a lot. There is a lot yeah. to like shooting that gun. It's uh It's I, fun. I'm going to say something. The magwell is super super loose and like wobbly, and I love yep. it. It I love it so much cuz you can just ram a mag in there and it'll just take it. It'll work. It's not it's it's going to get and in no there. Problem. Mhm, and it'll drop yep. free it's yep. uh very nice to uh to use like that uh i would say that it's not it, it's made for iron sights and if you if you run a red dot on it you need like a cheek rest or something like that and the, yep. the teardown is is real weird uh but it's very compact like it's got like a, a one inch travel on it and then and that's pretty much it
2: right it's fun to shoot
1: it is a fun gun to shoot, yeah. PCC, light recoil. It's got a dead yeah. blow weight in the bolt, which is... I don't, I don't think I've seen one of those before. And that's a, a very interesting uh, way of building a, a rifle. I shot a bunch of twenty two. Yeah?
2: Uh, Why did you shoot a bunch of .22? I'm still
1: digging through that test, that ammo oh. test, of thousands okay. and thousands of rounds and do,
2: hundreds do you, of
1: targets.
2: Do you need more? Twenty two?
1: No. No, I need more targets. <laughs> I need more time. I don't need more twenty-two. <laughs> uh, I set it in my AR too. Uh, I changed the end on my AR.
2: Oh, I'll bring that okay. out. Yeah, yeah. Maybe later.
1: Sure maybe okay. later. Once you're once you're doing your thing, I'll I'll, I'll go grab it. But uh, I got this uh, I got this other handguard on it, which is uh, quite a bit skinnier than my old one. I put it all together and I ran some American Eagle ball ammo through it, and it was shooting like half inch groups at fifty with a red dot. Mmm, mm, so good. So, I set it in. Uh, I zeroed it at 50, which should be pretty good for long range. And then I went over to the long range and I shot a mag and I left because I was hitting everything 200, 300, the little six inch square plates, 500, the bigger plates, obviously, but still all just with a red dot. And I was just yep. hitting everything. So, good I think enough. <laughs> Yeah. Packed up and left. <laughs> uh, let's see. I mailed out a bunch of Slamfire radio patches. So, those are those are in the mail for real, for real Yay. in the mail. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go shoot a hundred gophers in the face this weekend because oh. uh, yeah, okay. it's, it's the weekend coming up, so I'll do that. All
2: right, it's a long weekend, long weekend, in Alberta as well.
1: Ah, uh, not for me because like we mostly have American clients, so I'm working oh. on Monday. Whatever.
2: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. I did talk to Random Dave. He says <laughs> that he's in Calgary right now and that he's being oh, yeah. held hostage by Prairie um dogs
1: Prey go dogs. First. Hmm. I, he needs an told, air gun.
2: Well, I told him that I would tell you and then you could bring the oranko down and it's just, you know,
1: mm, just lay waste. That oranko is yeah. so good. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um and then I've been making slings for uh for ma- maple seed. I've been uh toying yeah. around with some different styles. I think I've got I think I got the style. Here, let me just pull this out. What do you think of
2: Yeah. <sighs> what do you
1: what do you think of that? Yeah, that works. Yeah. So like That's these are just helpful. these plastic and, uh, yeah, buckles, yeah. yeah. And this, <laughs> this is an ISSC Mark 12 that uh, Blue right. Line sent to me to test and review. Apparently, they've changed a bunch of the internals on these things uh, to improve reliability and whatnot. So
2: good, because yeah, if you're bringing them to a Maple Seed, you're going to have to switch it out to something else. Just saying. Uh, what do you got on the front? So what are you attaching it to on the front? Are you okay?
1: This is just one of those HK uh, clips, yeah. Yeah. and uh, that's because there's like a little eyelet there for it, so yeah. just... Uh, yeah. Easy. Easy peasy. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I'm still waiting. I'm getting a whole pile of uh, uh, sling swivels for studs. Uh, these okay. are just the HK clips on here for now, but uh,
2: yeah. It works. It works. Yeah, it works. And it's long enough, and yeah,
1: it's yeah. good. So I'm going to go uh, shoot a 100 gophers with this, I think. Okay. And Let's I think I'm going to... I'm gonna shoot the uh, Maple Sea challenge targets. You've got some new ones out for this month. Am I yep. am I cutting into your what you didn't guns? No. I'm gonna shoot those. I'm gonna shoot like okay. four of those targets. Yeah. Okay. And I think uh, that's, that's, that's about that's about it for me. One of the things I I, I noticed uh, online it was kind of bugging me was uh, uh, I was on I've been noticing on like Facebook Reddit and and CGN all. Uh, people giving advice when they don't know at all what they're talking about. thats kind oh. of bugging me. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've seen a couple of times where there was a CGN thread where people were asking about uh, a firearm <laughs> for a particular um style of shooting. I'm going to make this general, so I'm not like throwing anyone under the bus. They're asking about a particular style of shooting with this one gun. And the one guy came in, they're like, oh, yeah, that's the gun. You got to use that thing. I would definitely use that thing. I've never shot this style of shooting before and I probably never will, but I definitely use this gun. And it's like, man, what are, like, you don't know, like you don't own your butt from a hole in the ground on this. You've never done it. And yet you're, you're coming across recommending it. It's just, and then um, like on Facebook groups and, and some of the other things, uh, holster recommendations and gear recommendations has all been just uh, every, like, you see a couple of people commenting there who know what they're talking about and give a recommendation there are twice as many people don't know what they're talking about, also giving recommendation, And that's, uh, that's kind of starting to irk me. So, like, someone new to the sport is getting a whole bunch of, like, r- like some of the, most, most of the advice is okay, but every once in a while there's a real stinker in there with someone who likes something, but that something isn't, it just isn't very good. It's not very yeah. good for the thing. It would be a misstep to buy it. And, uh, and so that's not really a, what I did in guns, it's more of like uh, something I bugged What's... me
2: bugging you What's yeah right? making yeah. adriel mad and adriel doesn't get mad at anything so it must be
1: gophers go Goph- oh yeah <laughs> just get furious with them
2: <laughs> so that's that's what the good thing is like you know we say go and listen to Slamfire because there's you with three again there's trevor with ipsic like there's some people here with some knowledge or we get people on that has some knowledge or you've been that to happen.
1: a couple of maple seeds like you know what 22s are reliable and which ones aren't like yeah. I, w- I would trust your opinion on that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I I I see it sometimes on even like our discussion page and I just shake my head and go, "No, please don't listen to them." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it it is people are trying to be helpful. Yes. That's what it
1: is. Yeah. Yeah, they're trying to be helpful and they're trying to um I think a lot of people like it's it's part of wanting to believe that your own decision was the right one as well. Is, yeah. uh, I want to believe this is the right thing. I think it's the right thing. I think it's the right thing for you. And it starts, uh, yeah, just neither here nor there. I'm going to go shoot a bunch of gophers in the face, and, uh, shoot a maple seed target. Your new one is 20 hits in two minutes.
2: Uh, no, there's no time limit on it, but what you have to do is it's, uh, you're practicing your reference cadence or your. Uh, mm-hmm. deliberate controlled rapid fire so basically we want to you want to actually hit the target or pull the trigger every time you breath you cycle your breath so mm. yeah, there is no time limit on it we're not saying you have to do it in two, two minutes uh, but you know 20 hits you should be able to do it in two minutes you should be able to do it a lot less than that and should be pretty accurate if you're using all of your Maple seed skills as well.
1: So. I mean, it's entirely doable. Ha- for that, for eight and a half by eleven, to put them all in the five, no problem.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. I'm ex. I'm expecting you to do veebles.
1: I think. Well, <laughs> I don't. I don't have twenty rounds in mags for for my Narinko, but I got a twenty round mag right here, so he he I could. Uh, mag- I could try this one. No, it well, says two minutes. It says aim for sub two minutes.
2: Oh, aim for sub two minutes, but it says time limit. You do not have any time limit. I. So-
1: but I want to. Uh, but I want to go fast. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go fast.
2: <laughs> okay, remember, cycle with your breath. Okay, Every four seconds. So, should, however fast you breathe.
1: Yeah, uh, what is it, that? Four by twenty seconds. Five by six. You minute, be able Fifteen. To, minute twenty. Yeah,
2: minute twenty should be. So Steve I should. Knox.
1: I'll squeeze out like two rounds per per cycle, right?
2: No. Every cycle. One round. Okay. Steve Knox is is doing these. He's done the last couple. He's fantastic. I really like them. And then I like the names he gives them as well. And then we put a little bit of... So today's is... What is it? Every breath? And when I posted it today, I said every breath you take, yes. I'll be watching you. <laughs> <Yes>.
1: <laughs> Very appropriate.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'll be watching you. Make sure you do it on every breath. Take a sight, Take a shot on every breath. Yeah. Well, I I haven't been able to shoot the last one, so I'm hoping that I'll be able to shoot this one. Maybe I'll go to the range this weekend. It's three days, so I don't have to work one of them. I'm hoping it's a long weekend, so maybe I'll get to the range this weekend. I didn't get there last weekend. Oh, by the way, are you done? Yeah. Oh, this is standing. Ooh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You'll be able to get them all in the V-bowl, ain't you? Five. Not V. Five. I'm
1: going (laughs) to aim for five and probably give up and, like crumple up the paper in a small bowl a ball and like throw it in a gopher hole and i'll just say I didn't... <laughs> i'm yeah. joking around i'll post it even if I do crappy
2: that's what it's for it's fun you go out and you show what you can do maybe well we asked you to post your worst one and your best one some people just like posting their best ones or some people like posting oh. you know all of them and it's it's generally you can see where there's an improvement from your first one to your last one because you're you're concentrating more on the last one yeah cool how about you yeah uh didn't get to the range last weekend but what i did do is i spent the whole entire weekend i was labeling and i I did it by hand because i don't have mail merge and all of the stickers and everything here so i labeled 300 envelopes and i stuffed them and stamped them and The PGW patches into them. So those PGW patches were the limited edition patches. So they are out in the mail. The guy at the post office was very happy to see me, by the way. I came in with two very large sacks full of of letters. And he's going, Excuse me. And I said, Oh, they're all I said, they're all labeled with addresses, they're all stamped. They just need to go. And he's going, Okay. He's a little worried that he'd have to actually process. So no. i'm santa claus well technically i am sending out patches Mm -hmm. they're really cool patches too did you get one
1: can't remember Mm, no no i know you
2: i know you didn't because i looked at every single name that was on that list Hmm. talk to me afterwards okay uh also so kelly kincaid is the ontario provincial coordinators for field officers and so for the ccfr so i met with her uh on Tuesday. Yeah, it was Tuesday. Uh, we meet regularly. We meet to discuss some upcoming events, different things like Ladies ladies' Day. We have a couple of Ladies Days that are happening mm-hmm. in Ontario. Uh, we were talking about TACCOM, trying to plan some of that as well. And then we were talking about the Kenny Girl calendar too, because Kelly actually helps out with that too. So normally we meet, we try and do it once a week, but that doesn't happen. It usually ends up being once a month or so. So I drove downtown to Kingston, downtown, if anybody's ever been here before, you know that, that the parking is absolutely horrible on the best of days. This was Tuesday at five o'clock downtown. Usually there is no parking whatsoever. But funny enough, the new um, the new marijuana store that's opened up, <laughs> it has a high turnover rate for patrons. So I found a parking space right in front of it. Anyways, uh, I uh, I parked right there, got in Right away. But as I was pulling out, it has one of those pay machines where you can either pay by credit card or you can pay by cash. Point, and it was five o'clock and you only have to pay till five thirty, so i was just getting some coin out of my purse in the car and some guy came up to my window and started banging on my window and i'm going what the hell um and i looked over and he says i really like your stickers on your car like i had c71 and i had uh, freedom firearms and a couple of ccfr and a couple of other stickers and he goes oh i know you and it was the guy <laughs> <laughs> First of all, it's downtown Kingston. There's somebody banging on your window. That's never good. Um, but, uh, it was actually um, a friend of staffer Steve CCFR. This friend was somebody that attended the Kingston city hall vote. That was, uh, in June In June, uh, he was there, met me, met, uh, Tracy. He actually spoke at, at the, uh, event or sorry, the uh, vote as well. And, uh, yeah, really, really nice guy, but he he thought the stickers on my car were pretty cool, so he had to come over and knock on the window. So I don't know. It was kind of weird, but still kind of cool. It's nice to see him again. Uh, what else? Uh, Ladies' Days are going fast and furious. We have a bunch of them happening. So the CCFR is basically sponsoring a lot of Lady Day events, so it's... Um, places, uh, clubs, ranges across the country are organizing these events and CCFR is sponsoring them. Mm -hmm. And so I've been helping out with that. We have a bunch happening uh, next month and a couple in september as well been fast and furious with that but i just wanted everybody to know if their club is interested in hosting an event just uh, email me so it's kelly.wheaton at firearmsright.ca and i could probably help you out with that as well and get you some sponsorship for it but let you know for upcoming events we have added some of those to the upcoming event section as well so that's it oh my dogs are barking that's not my feet it's my actual dogs
1: okay <laughs> <laughs> all right let's move on to uh upcoming events
2: okay
1: okay so august 3rd and 4th is the 2019 bc three gun championship at lone butte uh, yep. august 3rd there's also a three gun Nash, uh, three gun nation match at lethbridge fishing game as well as a three gun nation match at campbell river august 5th there'll be a match at btsa August 10th, there'll be a match at, these are all three gun matches, by the way, at Chaz and Cold Lake. August 11th, there'll be another one at BTSA. August 17th, there's going to be a match in Medicine Hat, Kamloops, and Peace River is also going to have a two gun match. August 24th will be Cold Lake. And August 24th and 25th is also the UML, that's the United Multi-League uh, District 15 championship in grand prairie so uh, that's a large two-day match in grand prairie and i've been talking to uh kyle from that match as well as everett uh from down south and other guys come on peter uh who uh is out of saskatchewan and he then these guys all all run different uh uh, rule sets with uh, three guns so hopefully we can get them to all come on to a show uh soon and we can kind of go over what kind of uh, what kind of rules we like and what we don't like? let just talk three gun. Uh, the next event. Did you put this one in?
2: Um, I CCFR EOSC
1: yep. Ladies Day. Do you want to talk about that one?
2: Yeah, I did put it in, and yes, uh, CCFR EOSC Ladies Day event is happening on August 11th, and it's at EOSC Range, which is just outside of Ottawa. So it's thirty-five dollars, and this will allow you any. And by the way, it's just ladies. No man allowed. Uh, $35 will allow you to shoot pistols, AR, shotguns, and rifles. There will be giveaways. There's going to be light refreshments as well. Uh, The event is actually almost sold out. So if you're interested, ladies, sign up. You can do that either on Facebook or you can go to the Eventbrite link. You can search it through Eventbrite or I provided the link here and we can put it in the show notes. Uh, the other one that I was uh, going to tell everybody about was the Drumhuller and District Shooters Association. It's going to host a Ladies' Day event on August 24th. Uh, shooting is from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. There's going to be giveaways. They're going to actually have lunch too, which is awesome. The cost is $50 and you can uh, register. You do have to register, pre-register, but they then they also said that there can be some walk-ons too. So I don't know. If you would like to get more information about the event or sign up for it or what have you, there's an email link as well. It's shooters at gmail.com. So email them or check out Facebook because there's – a posting mm-hmm. on there as well. So you can get details there. Just wanted to let you know about both events, you do not need a pal to attend the event. And also, there's going to be one on one instruction for everybody at the event as well. So it's going to be safe, secure. Everybody's going to have eye and ear protection as well. Yeah. Yep.
1: So- Did you talk to them about that event when you were down last time?
2: Yep. Yeah. You, you yeah. mean the one, Drumheller one? Yeah. 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 So when I was there, I said, hey, they Much asked. As you do. <laughs> so the president, uh, so Terry, he's a huge fan of not only uh, the CCFR but Project Maple Seed mm-hmm. and also the podcasters charity shoot. Had such a great time. He said, "You guys come back anytime." He said, uh, "Listen, we're having a Ladies' Day event on the twenty fourth of August. You think you can get out here?" And I went, mm, "Probably not." Um, we're having. I'm having. Uh, I think there's three events on that particular day. So I said, no, I couldn't do it. But we're also looking at planning for next year as well. So we're going to do ladies' events, but we're also looking at doing more maple seeds and lady seeds. They just want us to stay a week, basically. So
1: <laughs> And and, and longer, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. not happening, but uh, a whole week. But I'm sure they can stay a couple. Really, really huge supporters of the gun community. Such a nice range, too. It's probably the most beautiful range I've ever seen.
1: Yeah, very picturesque. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Okay. All right. Why don't we move on to news? Uh, the first news item. Uh, I'm just gonna. Ooh, I don't know if you're gonna be able to see this, Kelly. No, you can't. Whatever. Uh, the Hooglu factory uh, burned has, down. Yeah, started on fire. Yep.
2: That's sad news. So mm. how how bad?
1: Uh, well, apparently all their stuff inside was okay. A couple people got sick, uh, and there's some you know smoke damage and whatnot. Uh, well, not to the roof. The roof is, is pretty burnt. Uh but uh yeah, it apparently it'd be back up sooner or later. I don't know. So
2: they said the rifles are the um, right, shotguns. shotguns. Yeah, they're they're okay though. I don't know if I trust something that's been through a fire.
1: That's
2: mm, I, I, I actually wouldn't trust something that's been a fire.
1: But it's it's case hardened. Flame hardened. Apparently well, it started it's started in, in the
2: it's really flame hardened now.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see here we've heard back from our rep at the factory, but he isn't sure where our guns were. We'll report back when he knows more that's profit river uh reporting on on that so interesting do you have one a Hooglu? yeah, I do not do you uh,
2: no nope. i there's only one person that I know who has one um they're available at s f r c but uh summer summer Tracy's daughter has mm-hmm. one she loves it hmm. so i've I don't have one. Maybe it's something we should talk about in our listener feedback, because I think somebody's asking about shucks there. Ah,
1: okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the next one I have here is Pal Renewal Delays Worry Soapbook. Uh This yep. was uh, uh, an MP, a conservative MP, mentioning uh, in a July 12th letter to Ralph Goodale that Um, it's taking a long time. That he himself had issues renewing his PAL, and that um, you know, we're we're creating some paper criminals here by taking so long. Uh, let's see here. I don't know how long he said it took for him. He 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 submitted his a couple months early. He received it with like like a week or two to spare, and that that sounds like a lot of time. But uh, that's a week or two from becoming a criminal because you have guns in your possession and no license for them
2: right don't you still have a six month grace period though i'm not
1: sure i'm not sure
2: uh that came into effect not this past january but the january before january Mm -hmm. 1st That the new legislation for that so if you Mm. if it expires and in your if it expires you have six months grace period
1: yeah i mean the the neat thing to do would be for them to just uh open the letters when they get them Uh, Hand hand it off to some like data processing flunky to like type into the computer and uh, send the new license out.
2: (laughs) Now there are some people who are getting them quite quickly.
1: Now. Yes.
2: There's other people who are saying no. Uh, I don't know what the, what's the difference between mailing it and
1: the online. I'm not sure. Yeah. 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 And then
2: there's also different provinces as well. Some people are getting it quickly and like say New Brunswick whereas Ontario you could actually send your children to college and still not have it in time
1: and I mean like the one of one of the things that was mentioned here was that this is almost acting like a another barrier to uh, firearms ownership is uh yeah we'll just make it take a long time and make it really painful and fill out paperwork who even does paperwork these days in paper
2: Oh. yeah Yeah. There was something else I wanted to talk about in what we did in guns. Okay, yeah. Okay, so my father is somebody who is a huge gun collector. He has owned firearms. He's got some really cool ones, things as well. Uh, up until recently, my brother was supposed to get everything, but now we're gonna have, like I went to dinner on Sunday with my. Um, my father, my stepmother, and my brother. And uh, my brother said, Thanks a lot. Now I'm going to have to fight myself for all these firearms. Because my father, he's not old, mm-hmm. he's um, older and he has to figure out what he's going to do. My stepmother was uh, partaking in this conversation. She goes, Well, if your father dies, I'm taking all the guns and I'm taking them down to the police station. And I said, Oh, <laughs> it, it, <laughs> it almost got into a fight. <laughs> Yeah. I um, yeah. yeah. I said, well, no, you're not. I said, uh, first of all, I said, you wouldn't be legally able to do that. The other thing is, um no. I said, my brother and I both are, are able to actually own these, especially if my father has some prohibit as well. My brother has a prohibit license too. So um yeah, it wasn't good. And then Oh, it's just, it's funny because she's so anti-gun and everybody else in the family is not that way. Uh, she said, well, you're not able to get them because I don't know if people are going to break into your home and steal them and commit crimes. And I'm going, really? <laughs> said, how would somebody do that? I said, she goes, well, how do you store them? I said, we have storage laws. I said, it's nobody's, I said, is anybody breaking into your house and taking them and commit crimes? No. I said, it's the same thing for me. And mm-hmm. she goes, well... I think that I'm going to, and I said, no, I said, if you start to take them down to the police, first of all, I said, that's illegal and you can't do that. So we're going to have a talk. So don't worry. I think my father will figure it out. He still doesn't have a well, but he better get one soon. Just saying. But it was an interesting conversation around a dinner table. I'm going, like I'm not I'm ready to roll with a seventy five year old woman.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I will fight you.
2: <laughs> I will fight you. And my brother's also going, Why do I have to fight her now? They used to everything was supposed to come to me. I said, No, it's not. Not anymore. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Sorry. That was another conversation I had this week. I thought yeah. it was actually kind of funny though, but people that's how people think, especially older
1: Yeah, that's, that's they, some real they, weird ideas. I'm going to take these down to the why, your stuff, legally.
2: Well, no, she wants to take them because she doesn't want them in the house, and she says that she doesn't want any criminals to get them and use them against people and kill people. That's mm. literally what she said. And I'm going, are you kidding me? And uh, I said, well, right now, I said, they're downstairs in a couple, of, a couple of safes. I said, is Dad taking them and killing people? No. So... You know your your points are invalid right there. So it's it's you know it is that type of thinking that we're battling every day. So that's why we have advocacy groups as well. But and it's also the same thing. We also see it with people, especially who are elderly. Right, the let's say. It's predominantly the male uh, will own the firearms, and when he passes away, the widow doesn't know what to do with them. She just wants to get rid of them, and will either call the police or or call somebody and just get rid of them and not get paid for them. or, or
1: Gotta get paid, it. honey. Yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. It was a good conversation. Yep.
1: Uh, back to the news here. Uh, yep. I, this isn't really a gun one, but it's kind of a gun one, so I wanted to just I throw it, it up clear. here. Uh, Gordon Ramsay sparks outrage by shooting a goat on a new Uncharted TV show as viewers brand him the worst.
2: <laughs> Do you think he really cares? Like, seriously?
1: No. I'm actually kind of glad that he did. I mean, like, as a chef, uh, you, you you have to look at your, your the sources of your food, and I think, like, Taking your goat off of a hillside is uh, is definitely knowing where your food's coming from and and uh, you know what what it was all about, right?
2: So the headline was that vegans and vegetarians were labeling him the worst ever. So no,
1: I think like meat eaters would uh, label him as as the worst too. I've seen well, this before. It-
2: it was just, uh, so I read the one with the vegans and vegetarians. So even meat eaters were la- labeled well. Absolutely.
1: because be- really? Yes, absolutely. Because meat eaters don't like look at this, at like uh, a hunting as cruel because they're disconnected from their, like what happens to actually get their meat.
2: Well, it's a little bit of education then.
1: <laughs> I love That's all caps. <laughs> all the all caps comments in here. I love that they call them the worst too. Yeah, I think uh, I'm actually really glad that uh, Ramsey did this because it's um, it normalizes what hunters do, which is, you know, taking their own uh, uh, game from from the wild. And uh, it's like it's what ha- like you're not shooting a, a, a cow or a pig or something like that normally in a slaughterhouse. You're like a captured bird, but uh, uh, still like it doesn't matter. Yep. You're still you're still harvesting an animal. And yep. uh yeah. I like that they're not hiding it and showing what it's all about. Yep. It's more real.
2: And then he goes and cooks it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I did this. Now I'm going to do that. I can't do this other thing. I can't actually eat a, a wild goat until I get one and pull part yep. of it. Yep. Uh, here, I wonder if I can open up Facebook or I have to... Oh, I can. Sweet. Look at that.
2: Oh, dear. All the weird things you subscribe <laughs> to.
1: I don't subscribe to anything weird. I just didn't want, like, all my... like. My... I don't know, cousins' birthdays and that kind of thing showing up on the screen. Anyways, there's Facebook. Uh the uh so Cabela's has this thing where you like round up like or yeah. add some t- some money and or whatnot. Uh so they're going to support the CUSF who we've had on our show, the Canadian University yeah. Shooting Foundation. Yeah. That's really uh, cool. So Cabela's is going to grant through their Canada Outdoor Fund. Uh, support will come every time. Every cent goes to helping nonprofit organizations such as ourselves at Cabela's. So think about that every time you round up your next purchase. They've asked me a couple times. I'm like, eh, I don't know what this is all about. Now I do. It's this thing. It's USF. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. So it's encor- what it is doing is encouraging people to shop through them and donate that way. So it. There, it's very smart marketing. This They're sounds
1: horrible, get... but like um, one of the things that Cabela's, as an American company, does better does better than uh, Wholesale Sports did uh, in all their time in Canada, was support local causes. Because <laughs> Wholesale didn't do any of this kind of stuff. Yep, I know that's horrible to say, but Cabela's is a better Canadian company
2: than <laughs> the Canadian company. Cabela's, uh, we were able to get into Winnipeg. Directly because of Cabela's and somebody at Cabela's, so with Project Maple Seed, so it yeah. it is a good company. And if you want to support us, on the link. Do you think? Yeah. Hey, we get a kickback anyways. Yeah, yeah. but it's not rounding up. We could do yeah. both. We support could both. Yeah. Uh,
1: the next one I wanted to pop up. This is this one uh, came across. Uh, I think it was on Reddit or I saw it. Um, there's actually a bunch of gun articles uh, in the last week here, a whole whack of them. Uh, this one was funny because. The title is not actually what the article is talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take a look at the title. Gun Violence, A Crisis in Toronto, Somali Mothers Group says. But then when you go on to read the article, that's not really what they're saying. They're saying it is a crisis... Um, but they're talking about community outreach programs and having the police more involved with the community and speaking with uh, youth about uh, uh, guns and gangs and that kind of thing.
2: I think that they're, what they're trying to do is prevent the gun violence in communities, and those are some of the ways that they can do it.
1: Prevent violence and homicide. The gun, the gun Correct. violence part of it, where it says at the top here. Uh, that gun violence is a crisis. Um, actually, they're talking more about, like, no, it's this gang initiative and the fact that so many of their, uh, you know, kids are getting a, in, involved in some of this stuff. It,
2: it, gangs, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, exactly. yeah, it's uh, interesting, the editorialized. That's why. I saw it on oh, Yahoo it? News. Yeah. yeah. It's, oh, well, that makes sense. <laughs> Here I was like, man, why is, he, or, why is uh, Yahoo uh, editorializing this? That's oh, because it's CBC source. That's mm-hmm. why. That makes sense.
2: It's overall, whether it violent, violence, gang involvement, breaking enters, drug dealing, whatever.
1: Uh all right, let's go on some new gun stuff here. Uh yeah. I put it's it's a full conceal folding glock. Or I like, I think they missed out here. They could have just called it a fold a glock, and I think that would have been like a way better idea. Uh I don't know Fold-a-Glock. what I don't <laughs> know what the utility of the of this is in uh in Canada here because uh, you know, the fact that we can fold a Glock up isn't uh, useful, but um, you can fold it, it folds down and then it's, I don't know, more convenient.
2: If, if I was Trevor, I'll, I'll pretend I'm him. Mm-hmm. This is stupid. Move on. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Why? It, the question is why?
1: Well, if you're in the US, it would probably fit into a back pocket, right? If you could do a fold a Glock frame with a Glock 19 or a Glock 24 or something like that with a smaller mag it would fold down like this looks silly because it's got a a glock 17 mag in there and and it's humongous right um it's
2: got a yeah
1: yeah the handle like hinges it's kind of neat no (laughs) no not allowed to no one is forbidden
2: (laughs) no it's no 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 so it has a hinge and the hinge is right where is the trigger guard is yeah so I'm showing, I'm showing this it, on
1: the on the feed, by the way. You can't it, see it, it, but I'm showing it on the feed to everyone. Okay.
2: Yeah. It has that's the weak spot.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's a yeah. uh, it's a folding lock. It's kind of neat. It's got some little hooks in there, so I imagine it's and the trigger guard is real weird looking. Yeah. It's got a flat screw in there that kind of looks like it should like be on a tractor. But oh, uh, I know,
2: Spencer. Your mission, your mission yeah. is to buy one of these and try it out. Let us know. Yeah, pull this uh, one. Up. Do we want to do this one? Right? There we go. Can we have a drum roll?
1: Uh, it's uh Mackey Defense new spacey. What do you want to call that thing? Space okay. AR. It's got space. angles and stuff on it. It's all angly. It's futuristic. It's like the SLR, but space. Yeah, it is. space SLR. Space LR.
2: Space LR.
1: I should be in marketing. I'm good at naming stuff.
0: That's a space. You LR. are
1: in
2: marketing. <laughs> <laughs> so Adriel has this link. Oh,
1: yeah, I've okay. got it up, and they can see it. Yeah,
2: yeah. So you have to actually answer a bunch of questions for being added to this group, but it looks pretty cool.
1: Ah, uh, they have it on Instagram too, if you want to see it without <laughs> answering much? the questions.
2: I haven't gone into the group obviously because oh, nice. there's time to answer the questions right now. But how much is this going to be? Do they have a retail price on it?
1: Nah, there's just uh, some renders. I am playing the <laughs> renders for the people who are on the live feed so that they can see it. It's like Mm. rotating around. It's just imagine space and you've got it.
2: It's really cool looking. I don't think it's horrible at all. That's that's my recommendation. It's not horrible looking at all.
1: Wow, what a a glowing uh, recommendation. (laughs) That's pretty cool looking.
2: Yeah. Do they have a date as well when this one is available? Oh, Adriel.
1: Uh, Dayton.
2: Dayton. No, this
1: is like super early... Take yeah. a look at these renders They look really sexy. Uh-oh. That's it. Yeah. I think they're reducing the weight on it. So yeah. It should be a, a lighter upper. Uh,
2: looks looks like it's pared down a little bit. Yeah. All mm. right. We'll have to shoot Trevor's because we know he's getting one. You know what? You should review one because mm. that's what you do.
1: Yes. Uh, yeah. The next one we have here, Iron Guns is bringing in the GS. I saw this one. There we Three- go.
2: Three hundred and five dollars. Three uh, hundred, dollars
1: buckaroonies U.S. Now, uh, this is kind of uh, funny. Did you know that they so they had a version of this that was the MP5, and right. that one was prohibited as an MP5 variant. Did you know this? Right. Yeah, I did not know this. I knew the I knew about the Blaze. I didn't know about yeah. the MP5 one.
2: Yeah, this one has a like, telescoping. Yeah. Stock. Yeah. What is what is that on the front? Is that
1: the suppressor looking thing? It's yeah, probably just a barrel shroud. Okay. So, because otherwise belt. it'll look yeah. weird, right? Otherwise you'll have a barrel that sticks way out the front, whereas an it's MP still... MP5 should be just past the, the front sights there, right? So, still... yeah, it kind of looks like an MP5, kind of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it looks neat. I don't know. Some some guys like like I I like that we're getting uh, firearms that look like other firearms, like the MP40 and that kind of thing.
2: Yeah. 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 So it has the AR uh safety uh
1: kind of i think it's a, yeah. i think it's exactly the same as this. the safety yeah. and all that kind of stuff so it's got like the bit like huge old oh it's got like a huge yep. safety right there very clear what's going on
2: yeah
1: yeah that's plastic
2: Yep. Can't wait now the plastic this
1: is like a really light gun it's a lot lighter now yeah. uh today there's no main topic we we'll are catch up but i think we're gonna have- Next week. next
2: week i'm not here tomorrow so you're on your own if we're doing tomorrow
1: tomorrow okay. yep. I, I don't think it's i'm th- gonna do a show
2: okay it's right. next week everybody okay. hopefully we'll have matthew and trevor and random davis well. yeah
1: cool uh youtube questions i don't really see a lot on there there's a little bit of discussion about bolt versus uh maybe we can dive in on that bolt versus semi for maple seed
2: So, we've seen predominantly semi, and of that, it's mainly 1020. Reason is because they're, it's just like like, Lego. Change it out, switch it out. Um, People like semis because you're not having to deal with the (sighs) running a bolt. Mm -hmm. It takes more time, more skill. You break your MPOA, as uh, Trevor's talked about previously, two weeks ago, I think it was. Um, So, people mainly mainly use semis and we recommend that they use semis. And the reason is because they can concentrate on basically learning the fundamentals, getting those down pat, and then you can switch over to bolt action.
1: It's a lot to learn and and, and trying to fit the learning and the bolt during the, right. the timed stage sp- stages is a it's, a,
2: it's lot a lot to think about. Yeah. Right. Uh for bolt action the, the one that we see the most on the line is the Savage Mark. Mm-hmm that's that's about it we see some marlins remingtons um but it's mainly the Ricos? The, yeah, no, I, not, not that. there's one guy his name is adriel yeah he he brought one we've seen cooies please don't hmm. bring your cooey <laughs> please not uh yeah some uh um yeah that's about it yeah yeah yeah. Those are the recommendations I have. If people, people will email me or they'll message me, okay, what should I be looking at? All right. What do you want? If you want bolt, here's my recommendations. If you want, uh, semi, here are my recommendations. It also depends on the person as well. Um, people are asking about for kids or for females, small females, mm-hmm. um, or also for themselves, if they're bigger, depends, depends mm-hmm. on the person's body. Um, but you can always, again, if you go with a 1022, you can change out the stock. It's very easy to change it out to. Lots
1: of them out there equipment. too.
2: So, it, yeah. anyways, it's there's other things that are beneficial for it. Everything has a pros and con. So, with 1022s, your magazine is seated into the uh, rifle and it's flush, and so you don't have to worry about that. Mm. But there's other things like generally it doesn't come with a auto bolt release if it's factory and you have to do that it's a recommendation we have for for everyone to do. it's for the first fix um
1: but One, another thing i noticed with people with the 1022s is that the magazine yes it, it fishes it fits flush in there so you can do that palm shelf really nicely but when you try to get them out and it, it the rifle's not fully vertical uh, they don't, no. don't come out <laughs> you yep. need gravity to work and if gravity doesn't work nothing works it's not right. coming out
2: so that's one of the, the things we, we recommend people do as well. Use gravity. Why are you fighting it? Use gravity. Um, you know, it, every every rifle has a pro, every use a con.
1: Norinco bolt good. action has no cons. It is exactly <laughs> what you need. Yes. No but downsides.
2: If you who's been able to practice that and you run it like, what is it, snot on a, I don't know
1: it's not a factory gun either i've i've uh applied a, a applied a little bit of guns to uh to work better
2: yeah more better much more yep okay. yeah there's a, there's been lots of talk about that but not, mm-hmm. not much
1: all right we'll head on to listener feedback listener feedback okay. is brought to you armory dc gunsmith armory dc gunsmith is a full service gunsmith specializes in firearms refinishing he offers hot bluing, park rising, and Cerakote finishes, as well as wood refinishing. Check out his online of new and used guns, firearms, accessories, optics, or at dcgunsmith.ca. Just have this in here. I'll read it. And you want to comment on it? Yeah, we,
2: yeah, we can both discuss sure. it because he's talking about shotguns. Dear
1: Slamfire, right. I have a few shotgun questions. Do you have an opinion on the Remington V3? Also, okay, first opinion of the V3.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: What's your opinion of it?
2: I don't have one. You uh,
1: have one, don't you? No, I don't have one. They're they're actually fairly new. Uh, yeah. They're a little bit more inexpensive, I believe, than the Versamax, um, but otherwise very very similar. There's something that's happening. Like some firearms manufacturers these days are releasing lots of new versions of firearms rather than just making the same firearm for like decades at a time. Like the Versamax is not an old shot. It's it's a very new shotgun. And yet Remington's already coming out with with new shotguns that are kind of in the same space as it,
2: but they just change it or tweak it just a bit.
1: Yeah, and, and in ways that aren't like I don't know, don't seem that yeah substantial. It's
2: kind of like Glocks. Well, they, I, I don't know. Yeah,
1: the the V threes are are three inch only, so they don't do three and a half, um, which I believe all the Versa Maxes. Uh, But they do the same trick with, like, the ports and covering it uh, and whatnot. So, I don't know. I don't know why.
2: Now, is see asking about the Remington V3 because of considering it and also because of the cost option?
1: Oh, I don't know. Let's read on. Okay. <laughs> Maybe we'll get a, a, a clue. Uh, also, what other pump or semi-automatic shotgun would you suggest? Considering hmm. it will be used mostly for informal clay shooting five or six times a year and a weekend or two of November grouse or rabbit hunting in a fairly dense east uh, eastern Canadian woodland. So there's snow fairly often. So if it's a semi-auto, reliability with light loads is important. It needs to have a simple field strip procedure. Since I hunt in cold weather, I field strip my guns at the end of every hunting day and let all the parts heat up and wipe the moisture off before assembly. And he puts in brackets there, I might be about rust. Not, no. if, not if you have a Remington. <laughs> 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 That's just the right amount of paranoia for a Remington shotgun and rust. <laughs> maybe even a little bit more. Maybe uh, yeah. some other some other uh, requirements. I like. I actually like that he's got a, a, a nice list of. Requ- I'd rather carry a heavy shotgun that has less felt recoil than a light one. It has yeah. to be twelve gauge. Interchangeable chokes are a must for a safety. Rear of the wrist, not a deal breaker. My re- my budget is Remington V three, so eleven hundred bucks or lower, preferably. lower. Many thanks for your wisdom. Keep up the great, Jay.
2: So what do you think? Has to have interchangeable chokes?
1: Yeah, I kind of agree with that too, just to be yeah. um, more flexible. Either that or what about, hmm, it doesn't really match his field strip. Pre- and this might be me recommending something because I like it, not because it's a good recommendation for him. Well, what is that? What about one of those over unders that Tradex has? None of the none of the shot he needs is three and a half is three inch or three and a half inch. He's doing clays, rabbits, and grouse. That is all light lightweight stuff. Two and three quarter, maybe some number fours if you want to get crazy, uh, but mostly seven and a half or eight for uh, trap and that kind of thing. Um, no steel, all lead shot, right? Um, an over under or a side by side from TradeX, they've got some of those used European ones for right around 3-400 bucks. And you get ch- two chokes with those because the upper and lower will be a different choke and it'll be 12 gauge and felt recoil will be eh. so it'll be there. Uh the field the field strip though, not simple. Like to to get into the trigger mechanism, it's not going to happen. You gotta, but like in my opinion, you would just spray that stuff down with some oil and uh the the parts you would field strip would be you take the barrel and the forehand off and that kind of thing, right? right? Hmm. What
2: was the, what was the one the uh, the Benelli knockoff that?
1: Nah, I couldn't recommend a buff at well, this point. Well,
2: I have a Benelli. I like which it. one, the Nova? Uh, yeah,
1: the Nova is a good shotgun. If he wants yeah. uh a good pump shotgun, the Benelli Nova is fantastic. Right, feels great. Good quality.
2: Yep, like, three don't... and a half. But
1: Go ahead. Yeah, don't get like a eight seventy express because the finish on them is not good, uh, yeah. and and like if you have rust problems or you hunt, you're 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 going to get rust on but yeah. like a Nova or like an Essex or yeah. uh, there's lots of options. There's lots of options in shotgun. Yeah,
2: yeah, but I do. I have a couple actual shotguns, but this I really like the the Benelli Nova because it is so e- like it takes any load and it's so easy to, to use. Yeah, and the it pump on. Yeah, it is a pump and it's it's heavy. So
1: the pump on it it's not yes. a stiff, janky nope. kind of a pump action. It's uh it's super those things.
2: And it's super easy to break down this
1: Hmm. Maybe that's yep. the recommendation. Does yours come with chokes? Oh yeah. Uh
2: yeah. Maybe but if you
1: bought used easy. you could get one that came with it.
2: Mm, yeah. I bought mine yeah. used. It it didn't. But I was very happy I got a great deal. Thank you, mm-hmm. Jason Bell. Hmm. So, yeah. but I really, really like it and it's super easy to use. I've actually had, you know, an eight-year-old using it. Yeah, I had a stand behind. And, you know, 12-year-olds and women, it's a little bigger, a little larger, but it is super reliable and use. I find it, it hilarious
1: useful. having like eight-year-olds shoot shotguns. <laughs> it doesn't, you just got to make sure their shoulders are right against it and it'll send them, send them for a ride.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. target target load something it it cycles reliably
1: and uh, is a high quality shotgun for that price point like a thousand bucks is not a lot to spend on a semi-auto shotgun but it is a lot to spend on a pump shotgun so you could get like the premier benelli for far less than a thousand bucks yep
2: yeah i got mine for like 700 Hmm. it was used it was i don't think really ever used but it was um yeah, yeah you should be able to to find one at a really really good deal yeah. yep.
1: oh oh i got an idea what How, not bad hmm what i was thinking about that you'd be able to get some of these and they're very soft shooting uh remington's got another semi-auto 1100 remington 1100 You'd be able to get a used Remington 1100. They're very popular in trap because they're soft shooting. They're semi-auto. They're older. Uh, They're a little bit heavy, but you could get like a classy old wood Remington 1100. uh, And since like one of the older ones, because they got uh, like really nice finishes on them or nicer than what you can express or something like that. uh, And it would do all the two and three quarter stuff fine. Yeah now those come with different barrels for different shell sizes there's like a three inch and there's a three-quarter you so you'd want a remington 1100 that was made for two and three-quarter shells uh but yeah. those are really soft cycling really nice and yeah. far less than a thousand bucks so yep. there's another option yeah okay all right if you'd like to email the show and ask us shotgun to buy slam radio edge.
2: or better yet if they have recommendations mm. email
1: yeah if, you, if we got that wrong if we got, if we got the, their recommendation <laughs> wrong, email in. Tell hey,
2: Adriel, remember at the beginning of the show when you said, I hate people when they're talking about things they don't know? Oh, yeah. It.
1: That's us right now. Yeah. <laughs> How much uh, uh, shotgun rabbit hunting do you do, Kelly?
2: I do zero shotgun I also, rabbit hunting.
1: I, I only shoot rabbits with 22s. So I'm yeah, also the...
2: But we both have shotguns. I have a couple Correct. of them.
1: Even grouse. I shoot my grouse with 22s, too. I don't really? even use a shotgun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You just Trevor. you see them and you're like, Oh, there's one over there and you walk yeah. so that you're like twenty five yards and you shoot him in the head.
2: Done. What's Trevor been using with the red dot
1: now? Oh, Typhoon? Oh, the Typhoon
2: <laughs> with a red They're
1: dot. They're about a thousand bucks. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to uh if you want to get definitely uh, a talking to with the DNR, uh you know <laughs> roll around the woods with a Typhoon F twelve with a red dot on it. <laughs> yeah. There's lots sure. of them.
2: And it comes with different jokes,
1: hey, or a, 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 bre- a door break or a yeah. muzzle break on, yeah, the real pokey one that you get. That's handy for
2: rabbits. <laughs> now we're just yes. Thanks for.
1: Thanks for <laughs> uh, if you'd like to review us, uh, don't talk about just one on there, but uh, review us on those podcast apps like Stitch Tunes and Podbean, Pod Tunes, and whatever other kind of Podcatcher things you got. Uh, it helps the show. Okay. Get more do visibility. we really? Hmm?
2: Do we get any reviews? We get iTunes and we get. Podbean or BeanPod Mm -hmm. or whatever the hell it is. But that's it. We don't get anything from Mm -hmm. Stitcher. We don't get anything from Spotify or anything else, do we? Uh,
1: I don't know that I've even looked. I have, like, the login. Let's see. There is a Stitcher thing for us. Uh, Oh, there is reviews on there from five years. (laughs) Okay. That's a thing. It is a thing (laughs) for for reviews there. Um, We are on Spotify, but I don't think you can review... Podcasts on Spotify.
2: But it's cool to listen on there, so thank you.
1: Yeah. Add to your yeah. I don't know. To
2: the person that took the time five years ago to write us a review on Stitcher. Thank you.
1: There was multiple. There was three on there.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, Oops. All right, shout outs. Uh
2: sure. I don't have any.
1: I don't have any yet. Not this week. Maybe next week. Maybe. Maybe. Patreon supporters. Uh we don't have any new ones for this one. Uh, but if you'd like to head on over to patreon.com slash slam radio help us out uh you typically throw the money towards uh video cameras and headsets and uh hosting and whatnot so that we can uh bring the show to you
2: i totally lied to you
1: okay about what when did you the lie
2: a shout out i uh, do have a shout out okay i'm allowed to to i can put it in wherever i want uh i would like to give a shout out to tracy wilson and uh, also to Filthy. Because Filthy uh, is pretty freaking amazing. He uh, he is helping us out with printing targets. Him mm-hmm. and his boss are, are target suppliers. And they do it at a really, really good cost for us. So that uh, it doesn't break our bank. Uh, but uh, he is all the way down in New Brunswick. So we were going to have... Uh, one of our uh, directors go down to New Brunswick at some point. They were down there anyways and pick up these targets. Uh, but uh, Tracy Wilson was at uh, SummerSlam, and she has brought back to Ontario almost all of our targets so that we can have our supply for the fall. So I wanted to give a shout out to her because she's fantastic. Okay. It really helped us out, especially um, with getting some targets uh, that we needed. Us. So
1: And there. the target quality that you guys have this year? I don't know if it was last year as well. It's so good. Like they're yeah. really stiff cardboard stock. Uh, the the ones from when I shot the last qualifier I shot are like a little bit more papery. These new yeah. ones are like cardboard. They're stiff. Like it's...
2: Uh, yeah, it's 100 weight. So they are providing those at a cut rate cost for us. They're not... Uh, we're, they're giving us a really, really good deal. I tried to price it out here in Kingston and... Yeah, there's no. Even if we had to have them shipped from New Brunswick, it would have cost us a lot less to get the targets printed there. And not only that, but the uh, company that Filthy works for, they bring in um, kids and adults with Down syndrome mm-hmm. and and challenges as well, and they get them to to work in in the, in that environment. Basically, hmm. they give them jobs. So I think I think it was a good thing that we decided yeah. to keep our targets there being printed.
1: Yeah. Well, one of the cool things about uh, having like a higher quality target is that your MQT is kind of like a, it becomes a wall piece, right? Because it's such a nice uh, quality of paper and uh, it's kind of like a moment in time. It's not just like a crappy paper target. It's a nice quality thing that you can pin up on your wall and it'll stay nice and crisp.
2: And it's easier for us to score as well. Yeah. We we had... Typically rains at maple seeds, um, but we're able to see what, what you're actually hitting. Some of the uh, targets uh, when it was raining, uh, especially when it was really raining, uh, there was some... Um, it yeah, was it gets pretty, hard. It it got really hard, especially mm-hmm. if it, the target was integrating. So yep. these new ones, fantastic. Yep.
1: Uh, where are we at here? Ah, you can also support the show by visiting our website and clicking on the links for Cabela's. Please join one or more of our national firearms associations, such as the CCFR. Check us out on Gun of Canada. Like us on Facebook. And we'll see you next week.
0: So if you have any comments or questions for the show, please send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Now go grab a gun and shoot something. When the talking is over time to get a gun